I remember the time when Billy Graham visited the church where I was serving, and I think I've shared this once before, but um, now this will show you some generational stuff. How many of you know who Billy Graham is? Okay, so he's a pretty well-known pastor, probably uh, the voice of the Christian church in the previous century. And um, he came to visit our church. Uh, I, was, I was on staff at St. Andrews in Newport Beach. John Huffman, the pastor there, his dad had worked uh, on the staff with Billy Graham. And so uh, Billy Graham came to visit to see Johnny. I always laughed at that because, well, Betty just laughed because she knows John, a very staunch, proper guy. And uh, Billy called him Johnny because uh, he remembered Johnny running around in his office as a kid. Uh, first thing that happens, he sits down in the church and the lady behind him taps him on the shoulder and says, has anybody ever told you, you look like Billy Graham? <laughs> he said, yes, some people have said that before and kind of chuckled. The other thing was that he got a bulletin and he opened it up and the inside of the bulletin was completely blank. And he thought that was the funniest thing. He kept it because uh, he went up to John after the service and he said, I've never known Presbyterians being so open to the Holy Spirit before having no service of order. Um, so that was great. So I just wanted to say that um, because of my connections with John and uh, that for the 135th, Billy Graham will be in attendance on that day. Okay, that's a total, complete lie. Um, but, yes, he is still alive, but um, not really doing much uh, ministry outside anymore. Imagine if Billy Graham were coming to our 135th what would you want to have done before the 135th? Not a thing, what? I mean, what would, if you were having a special guest come to your home, what would be the first thing that you would do? Clean the house, right? Okay, so only if it's somebody like Justin Bieber. <laughs> See, I, I chose Billy Graham because I was trying to think of somebody that everybody would have respect and um, a wish to come visit. So I didn't say a Barack Obama or somebody like that because half the church would be excited and some might not be. So I just need to, you know, I got to tread lightly here, right? Um, I didn't say Justin Bieber because, you know, some people would be excited and others might not be. I don't know. So... Be thinking about that. Um, what strikes me about that is that idea of, of what the, the author of Hebrews says. Let mutual love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Angels. I mean, if, if somebody walked into that place and said, I'm an angel, well, you'd probably call somebody to pick them up with white coats on. But if you recognized a person as a divine being, wouldn't you kind of, oh my gosh, I should have cleaned up. I should have done this. I should have had that. Um, the author of Hebrews is letting us know, treat people 
well. Treat them uh, with a sense of hospitality that goes beyond human understanding. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Um, there's an old phrase, angels unaware, right? Just be thinking about all those people that you meet on a daily basis. How do you look at them? It's so easy to look at somebody that you don't know and make quick snap judgments, right? What if the filter on your lens changed every time you met somebody to not look for all the bad things, but to look at them and say, this person's an angel. How would I treat that person differently? Right? So that's what happened to Abraham in this um, chapter that I read from Genesis chapter 18. I didn't read the whole story because it's kind of long, but what happens is, is it starts off the chapter by saying, the Lord went to visit Abraham. The Lord, the Hebrew there says Yahweh. No question as to what that means. Yahweh, the Lord, the God of Israel, um, sometimes translated Jehovah, went to visit Abraham. But Abraham looked up and what did he see? Three men. Abraham, from the passage, doesn't seem to recognize who it is, only sees three men, and what does he do? He rushes to be hospitable, rushes to welcome them. He rushes to his wife to tell her, get some food ready. Goes to a servant, says, get some food ready. That is very much the sense of hospitality that um, the ancients practiced. If somebody came into the sphere of um, the patriarch, and in this case that was Abraham, he took them under his wing. He cared for them, he fed them, he protected them. That person was under his care until that person left. And so Abraham was just practicing ancient hospitality. It was just what you did. Um, he may or may not have known that this person was God until later in the story. He constantly refers to him as my Lord, right, in the story. But that's just a common phrase. The actual Hebrew word there is Adonai. And that is very common for, to speak to anybody in authority or anybody with respect as my Lord. Similar to Spanish, you would say Señor. You would say you call God Señor, but you call people with respect Señor as well. So the same way, Adonai means my Lord, my, somebody that I respect. And that's how Abraham referred to God in this situation. We know later in chapter 19... Um, the Lord departs, and the other two people go with Abraham to look at Sodom and Gomorrah. Chapter 19 says, the two angels went with Abraham to Sodom, or went to Sodom and Gomorrah. So we know that there's God and two other people, they're angels. So Abraham is, in fact, welcoming angels unaware. He is practicing hospitality with angels, and he doesn't recognize that they're angels necessarily until later in the story. Some people have called this, I'll throw a couple kind of theological words at you, theophany, which means the presence of God on earth in the flesh. Others people call it Christophany, which means Jesus Christ prior to the incarnation showed up on earth. And people say, yeah, you know, we don't know. Jacob wrestled with the Lord. Maybe that was a theophany or Christophany as well. Or when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in the furnace and people looked in and said, there's a, there's a fourth person in there. 
Some people have said that was a theophany or Christophany as well, the presence of God in those times. We don't know for sure, because I wasn't there. I may be kind of old, but not that old. Um, but we do know that God was present there. So, so the author of Hebrews suggests that when we welcome strangers, we welcome them as if they are angels. Um, I mean, imagine what that would look like for us, for you. I used Billy Graham. Some of you might find that to be, wow, that would just be awesome if Billy Graham showed up at our church. I would hope that our bulletin wasn't blank inside. I would hope that people would treat him with respect and show him kindness. Um, the author of Hebrews used angels, and I can't quite imagine a more uh, valued guest. If an angel came in and we recognized that person as an angel, gosh, what would we do? How would we prepare? Some congregations, some churches, especially church plants, actually have what's called a hospitality team. Hospitality team. That means a, a, a team of people in the church that do everything they can to make sure that when people come into this church, they feel welcomed. Where does that start? In the parking lot. I like that you said food. That is definitely part of it. It starts in the parking lot. There's, they usually have members of their team out in the parking lot. When somebody parks, they say, hey, welcome. Do you know where you're going? Okay, head that direction. Great. Um, to help people to avoid uh, misparking or something like that. Oh, the parking lot's full here. You need to go around the corner and things like that. So that's, but that's a hospitality. It's a greeting right from the start. They have people at the front of the church, at the entrance of the church, ready to greet. We are working on that, aren't we? We're starting to do a little better job. In fact, we had a couple of our youth out there greeting people today, and that was awesome. So we have people doing that, and that's, that's great. That's a, another way to make people feel welcome when they come in. Talking to people afterwards, um, speaking to them, being friendly during and not during worship. Um, some of us are a little too friendly during worship, but, um, but treating everybody like a VIP, a very important person, VIP. You know OMG and LOL. VIP means very important person. So treating everybody with that. In fact, James in his book in the Bible talks about favoritism and says don't treat people with favoritism. Too often people walk into a church and they're wealthy and they, everybody's like, ooh, hey, welcome, oh, good to have you here. And then the person that slept outside on the sidewalk last night comes into the church and they're kind of like, oh, maybe you should sit back here away from everybody. James says, don't show favoritism, treat everybody the same. Treat everybody like a VIP, not just the people that are, by worldly standards, VIPs, because you don't know who you might be um, speaking with. The author of Hebrews says, treat everybody as if they were an angel. So I want you to think about that. When you put your glasses on, when you view people at school, at work, out in the world, in the grocery store, okay, even on the freeway, put your glasses on and see them as angels. Um, it doesn't matter if they live in a multi-million dollar home or if they sleep by the riverbed see them as angels and treat them as angels. We've been going through this series on transforming churches in changing times. And we're talking about what does it mean to be a healthy and growing congregation 
and one of the characteristics of that, we've talked about several different characteristics. I won't quiz you today, but I am going to quiz you next week. What? See, they hear quiz and they go, what, huh? What? I love you love quizzes. Wow, John, that's great. Um, so some of the characteristics of healthy churches, curiosity, honest self-assessment, playful activity, entrepreneurship, drama and symbols. Today, we talk about hospitality. Healthy and growing churches are hospitable. They're welcoming. They welcome all people. Um, I loved, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but I loved when I went to Carol Fredrickson's memorial service and somebody got up and said, you know, when we first came to this church, we weren't sure about it. And Walton Carroll came up to us after a worship service one Sunday and said, hey, would you like to come have lunch with us today? And they said, at that moment, we knew that this church was our church. That's powerful. That's saying that hospitality is important. In fact, part of what Xander's vision is with the youth group is that every first Sunday of the month, we have family day, right? And so families are invited out to lunch. And in fact, we're all invited to 4th Street Market after the worship service today to grab lunch. Is that good? Okay. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> Mike is going for sure. So healthy growing churches practice hospitality. Healthy growing churches treat everybody like a VIP. Now I want to say something that's kind of a little twist. I didn't put this in my notes, but sometimes our longtime members feel a little stranger in church. They feel like a stranger in their own church because things are changing so fast. Things are different. New faces are showing up. And so sometimes our older members, our longtime members, feel like a stranger in their own church. I mean, my goodness, we just sang a hymn in a way that just seems so strange. How great thou art, where's the organ? Come on now. But aren't you excited that our kids are learning that hymn? I mean, that's what's exciting to me. But treating everybody like a VIP, longtime members, new members, visitors, People that sing in the choir, people that come just quickly and leave quickly, treating everyone like a, a VIP. Healthy and growing churches have a welcoming spirit. 